0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new
1: twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and
0: head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I don't know what might come out of my mouth
1: tonight. As you kids. Tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking.
2: T G I F. Hey,
0: everybody! It's your girl Claudia Jordan, and we are back with a brand new, fresh episode of T G I F with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Now, of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome our co-host. Al Reynolds, and Spunky Dineva. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? Man, I'm on the road again and barely made it on here, so I'm happy to be here. Technology, (laughs) okay? Where are you? I'm in Dallas, but I'm at the Cowboy Club. I had to come up here for a meeting, and they assured me, like, oh, we have office space, so you can use it. But the lock, the door was locked to the office, so we are waiting for security, and I was just like, I have three minutes,
2: so
1: (laughs) here we are. i'll do do you one better claudia i woke up this morning to a text message apparently i'm trying to murder somebody yeah (laughs) there's this woman i go to huntsville y'all for juneteenth to visit my cousin i take a few pictures with the cast of love and marriage huntsville and now apparently me and miss wanda are conspiring to murder some lady. That's <laughs> a so just
0: to clear the record, Q, you are not conspiring to murder. I am
1: not conspiring. Listen, I'm too gay to go to jail, okay? <laughs> I am not going... Y'all can go on my YouTube channel and check out the video to get the full background. I just did a video about it. But the internet is a crazy place and mental illness is real. You know, people be so
0: adamant about what they want to believe and it, it just is what it is you know what I mean like there's no getting around that
1: yep wow
0: all right well you're not a murderer I made the show and Al <laughs> your, your crazy friends have a lot going on
1: here right, so <laughs> how did
0: everybody how do everybody celebrate Juneteenth
1: I was with family in Huntsville. Uh, shout out to my cousin, Tina Heathington. Y'all can, y'all see the spread. My cousin cooked a whole bunch of food. Family came over. It definitely was like the family reunion scene from uh, Madea's family reunion. It was great. Huntsville, you know, these small little black towns, they really take Juneteenth serious. Whenever you drove up and down the street, you would see yards with 15 and 20 cars in the yard. People were really celebrating. Um, And it was great. I I ran into you. You were in Huntsville. I saw both of y'all. Hey, um,
0: we're having some audio issues. Let's just fix it so we can give the best show possible. Let's take a quick break, readjust and I will find out what you did. Actually, I saw you as well. We'll be right back with more TGIF after this quick reset. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to TGIF. Hopefully we're all good to go. Before we uh, took a break, we were talking about what we did this weekend. And uh, it was Juneteenth and Father's Day. Al, I got to see you as well in in uh, in, in DC. How was that's your like, right,
2: that's right, that's right. Juneteenth was really exciting for me, guys. I actually went to the Congressional Golf Course here in Bethesda, Maryland, which is right side right outside of DC, and they did an event. Now, remember, Congressional is probably the world's greatest golf um, uh, course and country club. It costs one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year to its initiation fee, but I went there for an event to recruit more African-American girls and boys to play the game of golf. So I had a great time celebrating it with all those young, beautiful faces, people of color on a a golf course where normally back in the day in the sixties and even in the seventies, African-Americans were not allowed to participate. So I had an amazing time. Thank you for asking.
0: I love how we've come full circle where we wouldn't be allowed to even be there or even be a caddy. And now we're having a
1: Quick question hundred and twenty thousand dollars to be a member. Do they offer day passes to meet up at the bar? Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's some eligible men that they, <laughs> that kind I'm looking for. If you got an extra one twenty laying around, you're to asking for ball. <laughs> can, you find out, can you find out for me if i can get a, a, a two-day pass or something hilarious I know, right? <laughs> um i got to be in dc and be at the uh
0: well we were both at the honors the the juneteenth honors that was thursday night it was a, it was a really nice show and they honored um maxwell um who else was honored
2: oh the honorees Ooh. yeah
0: there was there was a few oh Amari hardwick Right. Uh, and a few others. And it was a really nice show. Ti performed and his son, who was really good, I was like, okay. Um Rick Ross performed. It was, it was a it was a dope show. And you know, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Carrie Hilson and uh there was a golf tournament on Saturday with the Juneteenth Foundation and uh raising money for scholarships. And then um uh, I hosted an event Saturday night for Father's Day and Juneteenth. So it was super nice. I love DC. Like I was like, why have I never lived here? Like, <laughs> I would definitely. Go there and live there. I, I like the vibe there. It was super dope. All right. With that being said, let's get into these hot topics. Now, uh, during a recent broadcast of Newsmax, Greg Kelly reports, Kelly said Juneteenth is just another excuse for people in urban areas to drink, get high, smoke weed, and riot. Fellas, what are your thoughts on this comment?
1: It's, it's, it's the veiled racism for me. Just say you don't like us. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I could have semi, taken the comments serious had he thrown in every other American holiday three day weekend that we have. If had, had he brought in Fourth of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day weekend, Easter, and critiqued them all across the board, maybe his comments would have had some credence. But just say you don't like us, sir, and move on. <clears throat>
0: I agree, um, Al. What do
2: you think about this comment? You know, I really want to go in on Greg Kelly, like Kelly, like really bad for this type of ignorant banter. But you know what? I'm not going to let happen. I'm not. I'm going to keep it respectful and responsible because I refuse to let his energy trump what we waited a hundred and fifty two years to get was a national holiday for us being freed as slaves. Now he got the Fourth of July. Uh, 150 some odd years ago, but we got Juneteenth and Juneteenth was not all about rioting. In fact, if your families were anything like mine and also uh, Q mentioned being in um, Huntsville, Alabama, people picnic, people celebrated, families came together. It gave us a reason to celebrate our independence. It was a great time. It was filled with love and fun. I mean, come on, this is just pandering at its highest level by picking and choosing in the major cities where certain things happen. But let's be very clear, Mr. Jim Kelly, uh, Greg Kelly, the 4th of July is the most dangerous holiday. American Independence Day in the last two years because of Trump has become the most dangerous holiday. So it must be alcohol, guns, weed, time and heat for the Caucasians as well. I'm going piggyback
0: off what you're saying. Greg Kelly, don't try to come for the newest holiday made in America, okay? Because y'all people can't even have a game that you win without tearing up cities, lighting cars on fire. i seen a Philadelphia Eagles fan, no shade to Philly, but I saw a fan put his face down in some horse manure to celebrate, okay? i seen people shooting guns. i seen people breaking in stores after being happy about their team winning, and that goes for hockey soccer and all kinds of nonsense. Juneteenth is the newest holiday on the schedule, on the docket here. And we, you have a couple incidents here or there and, and, and you wanna like deem it this thing where it's just a bad excuse for us to get high, eat chicken and watermelon and smoke weed. You need to check your people because we can all use blanket statements, Greg Kelly, and say, oh, you're using these holidays to smoke crystal meth and and, and, and light cars on fire and all kinds <laughs> of other derogatory stereotypes. Don't come for Juneteenth. It's a new holiday. And all, 99.9% of it was peaceful, family-related uh, celebrations that had no issue. So knock it off, Greg Kelly, with your little moment. Go to hell.
1: How about that? <laughs> and, and, and you think people like him would enjoy the fact that they white asses got a day off work, okay? Because if it right. was up to me, y'all ass to be at work, okay? If it was up to me.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's just been just so, they, they're taking every chance they can to be raised to get a shot in. Are you right. mad because of the progress we made over the past 40, 50 years, so now you want to take it back? It's really giving little D energy. Every time I hear these people say these things, you just can't be happy that other people are happy. It don't take nothing away from you for us to have Juneteenth. Get the hell out of here with that. You
1: you know, I think a large part of it has to do, and, and, and it's not all white people, but I think that there is a lot of white people who suffer from white guilt as it relates to slavery. And I think anything that reminds them of that and of their past, despite the fact that they weren't even living and have nothing to actively do with it, it triggers them. And I think that, you know how, And and do you want to know something I was thinking the other day? You know, in the Black community, we always do the State of the Black Union address with Tavis Smiley and and Cornel West and all of that. I really would like to see white people do that and truly address their issues in their community when it comes to race, white fragility, white guilt. I would like to see them have that type of consortium and really talk it out amongst themselves. I I don't want to hear it.
0: That would require accountability. (laughs) Some people, when you know your history is so horrific and there's really no excuse, you just like rather just sweep it under the rug and just tell us, y'all still complaining about that? Y'all still mad? Mm. Yeah, we still mad because it ain't. We still have the effects of it. So yes, we still have an issue. And let me not forget St. Patrick's Day when you really get red-faced and violent. Okay, don't try it. OK, moving on. Bill Cosby is back in the news after the jury found him liable in a civil case brought by Judy Hutch, who said that Cosby sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion when she was a teenager in the 70s. Now, Hutch first filed the case in 2014, charging sexual battery and intentional negligent infliction of emotional distress. Hutch said that though Cosby knew her age and that of her friend, he told the teens that if any of the Playboy bunnies asked their age, they should say they were 19. Hutch was awarded $500,000 in damages. Uh, What are your thoughts on this, Al? Let's start with- Good
2: for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Listen, as far as I'm concerned with these 60 women coming forward about his deviant behavior, and listen, this is what upset me the most about this story. These were two teenage girls, everybody, that were 15, 16. They changed, you know, 15 or 16 years old that he met in a park, right? He took them from the park- to dinner from dinner back to his house to have drinks and from after getting them drunk under age illegal and all he took them to the playboy mansion that's that's 100 illegal and if anybody did anything like that to my daughters you would go straight to jail you would be underneath the jail shame on you bill cosby sorry that you you know we had Put you up on this pedestal but this type of behavior hanging out with underage girls getting them drunk and taking advantage of them is no longer acceptable
1: good for you young lady for getting a half a million dollars
0: okay q what are your thoughts
1: i think in the third grade i'm remembering my summer camp counselor touched my booty <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all think i got a case the details are kind of murky But if they giving out, if they retroactively giving out $500,000 from stuff that happened in 1975, I think I might got a case for something that happened in 1987. I'm just saying. You know, um, listen, if it happened and and if it's the truth, I always say you're going to pay on the front end or the back end, but you're going to pay. One thing that we can't deny in the beginning when this Bill Cosby stuff came out, we were like, no, these people lying, these people lying. It's just been too many people. Um, You know, it's been illustrated that Bill has had some deviant sexual behavior. He did it. Yes, it feels a little awkward and weird that somebody is coming forward from some mess that happened in 1975. But hey, you can't do wrong to people and tell them when to get over it. So he did it. He's paying the price on the back end. And uh, I just hope the lady lives long enough to spend the money.
0: So I'm not gonna blame the teenager, although I do think, where were your parents allowing you to go to the Playboy Mansion? So that's actually your parents, not you. Cause if you're a kid and you can get away with stuff, you gonna try it. I tried to get away with all kinds of stuff when I was younger and I had a strict parent to be like, uh, 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 I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna just talk to the Bill Cosby's and to the celebrities that that we hold in high regard. Can y'all please stop letting us down? You know, and when you get to a point in your career where you see like, you're a TV dad, you're a beloved member of our community, Can you get some help maybe come out first and say I want to just get some stuff off my chest and I want to get some help I want to redeem myself I want to I want to because I hate that we put these people on pedestals to find out this dark wicked side and then for a while we don't want to believe it so we defend them, and then we find out the facts We, we we look stupid I feel stupid I feel betrayed. You know, a, a, like uh, somewhere along the line in your career, I'm sure you're like, man, I'm getting big. Like, stuff's gonna start coming out. The bigger you get, those stories are going to come out. And, like else, uh, like you, you said, Q, you're gonna pay in the back end or on the front end, and it's gonna come out. And I just, don't you feel disappointed?
1: You know, there, there is one person, and I know she ain't got nothing to do with this, and I shouldn't put her name in this mess. But Felicia Rashad was very brazen. And how she was calling these women basically liars or whatever the case may be. I would just be curious to know what Felicia Rashad now has to say as all of this stuff is unfolding.
0: It's got to feel awful if you know someone to, you don't you know, a lot of times abusers don't show that to the people that they respect, right? They don't show that like narcissistic men or abusers. They don't show their friends. That's how they're able to get in. They're, oh, he's so cool. He's so nice. I can't see it happening. So I wonder if she feels like, damn, I've never seen any hints mm-hmm. of that. Or did she see something and be like, yeah, I, yeah.
2: I, I also feel like maybe, you know, that was a good-ass run for her in, in that whole cast. And they were revered by everyone, you know, a, the one of the longest-running sitcoms, right? Mm-hmm. And for this to tarnish all of their hard work uh, could be something that a lot of them probably don't want to really stomach.
0: And, you know, there's a lot of people in comments saying, what about, and then bringing up the white counterparts? Oh, trust me, this this smoke for them as well. And they, they're gonna get theirs too. But it is, <laughs> I will say, it does feel like we're more held accountable when it's a black offender and these white ones seem to be able to continue getting Emmys and Grammys and
2: and Oscars well, all 60 women were white women right well that's why it's taken all 60 more- of them were white women yeah
0: well I, I'd be curious to see what, what would have uh, been the outcome had the uh, the victims been black girls doesn't seem to get the same attention All right, moving on, Uh, we got again, this Beyonce, she released her new single, Break My Soul, from her highly anticipated album, Renaissance. Now the single, Break My Soul, features New Orleans' very own Big Frida, who tweeted about his excitement shortly after the song was released. Big Frida tweeted, it feels surreal to be on the track with the queen, Beyonce, once again. I'm so honored to be a part of this special moment. Uh, I'm forever grateful, Lord. Someone please catch me. Uh, Q, what are your thoughts on Beyonce venturing into the house music? genre and big Frida's feature
1: so you know y'all know I'm, I'm I'm old so y'all know I love house music I love Sunday Funday. I love me a nice bottomless mimosa day and then we go over to the house uh, uh house club and just dance and get drunk all Sunday that's my Sunday on last week's show when Al revealed that she was moving into the dance area and the country area you know I was a little iffy but I heard the song y'all I loved it um some of the writers that worked with her on the song, or some of the people who worked with uh, 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 either either C.C. Penderson or one of the other people from back in the day. Um, don't quote me, but one of the greats from 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 the eighties. I love the song; it's great, and it's it's definitely gonna get catchy in the house scene.
2: Okay, Al? I wish she had explored these different avenues a little bit earlier in her career, to be honest with you, because House and EDM has been have been remixing Beyonce songs forever, for years. Right. It, it, it's just so amazing to me to see Beyonce is like a true culture curator who unites continents. She unites continents. She has the ability to transcend gender, race, ethnic groups, just like with brown girl, br- brown Skin girl. You know, break my soul. She understands our present sentiments, the present state of America, and the present state of the world, and all of the societal issues. And just like Michelle Obama said, this is a song we all need right now.
0: I I, I like that the the it seemed like a return was I know a lot of people are coming for Drake's album, but like it seemed like Drake, Beyonce, they're trying to get us back to having fun because we definitely had an era of very dark music where it was like, oh, kill yourself, take Percocet mollies and drugs, and I'm just I'm depressed, and it, it just seemed like it became the norm and not the exception. So I'm here for anything that's going to be making us feel good and smile and happy and, and and all of that. So yeah, I'm 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 here for it, and I love I love how Beyonce does it. How she moved in silence for what two years working on this album, and then just dropped it on us one night, and, and is number one in like what thirty countries,
1: I think she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and really quickly, you know, you mentioned Drake's album. Um, People don't understand Afrobeats is taking over the world right now. Like it, it it's it's their time. Drake was smart. Drake, now when all the other American artists start dabbling in Afrobeats, the word on the curve is gonna be y'all copying Drake. Drake was smart and got ahead of the curve before it. Listen, that song Where's Kid Essence? Mm-hmm. Him and Tim's. Like, come on, like that, that's the wave of the future. And like you said, Claudia, that's where we need to be going. All this Molly Percocet, I'm, you know, screw a man for a bag and bust it down to the ground. Can we stop being thugs and whores and, and just get back to having a good old time and dancing?
0: And I mean, I, I'm sure you... I, I don't know. If, I'm sure y'all agree. I think music definitely affects our moods and our and our, our psyche and the way we think. I, I mean, if you just keep hearing the same message, in your music, how can it not somehow get, you know, kind of dirty up your psyche?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: All right. Moving on over the weekend, Saucy Santana took to the stage at a Texas Pride event and declared to the audience that gays run the world. Take a look. Now, after, shortly after that clip went viral, Santana received backlash for his statement. Jella from Bad Girls Club tweeted, the fact that Saucy Santana got on stage and tried to basically say, women need gays to be who we naturally are. Please have several seats, like shut blank up. Big back, no neck, have an ass. Uh, what are your thoughts on Santana's comment? Al, you want to go first?
2: <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to say it. I don't care. I'm probably going to get it up for this. You know, is there some truth to what he's saying? Is there some truth, everybody? That's the question. Absolutely, there's some truth to it. I strongly believe that black gays borrow from black women. And in turn, black women have borrowed from black gays. And we can't deny that. I think for me, for me, how I digested what he said, I just think the way he said it, coupled with his behavior over the last couple of weeks, he's just rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. And it's definitely hitting different. It's just hitting different. And it, it could be the messenger, right? So to me, with the with the Beyonce nappy head not apologizing, this comment, like Black women like, boy, you're going in the wrong direction and this is not a good look. You need to pipe down. That's how I feel. It's just not hitting right. Is there some truth to it? Is there an undercurrent to it? maybe so but him the way he said it the way he carried it it's just it's just rubbing people the wrong way and it's not hidden right q what do you think
1: um there is a very fragile symbiotic relationship between black gay men and black women black women were definitely the blueprint all right um The Black gays have come along and taken that blueprint and have become trendsetters with it. Um, You can't deny that in recent years, a lot of the trends that have been adopted by women have been set by the gays. Although the gays got the fashion game from the women, they perfected it. They've taken it to the next level and are now in turn, uh, y'all gonna beat me up for this, but <laughs> re, re-teaching y'all how to even be better at it. You know what I'm saying? Like the gays have redefined femininity. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I know it sucks. And a lot of women are gonna get upset with that, but it is they, they have, you know, in addition to that, A lot of black gay men feel like they are the backbone and the crutch for a lot of Black women as a result of the state of heterosexual Black men. We y'all babysitters, we y'all hairdressers, we y'all confidants, we y'all makeup people. When your baby daddy doing you wrong, we the ones who have to listen and hold you up. We the ones you have to borrow money from because y'all get so jealous with your homegirls or so catty with your homegirls, you won't tell your homegirl what's really going on, but you'll run to your good gay friend. So there's a very fragile symbiotic relationship between the gay Black man and the gay Black woman. And the same thing goes the other way. We don't feel safe in certain spaces, so we run to y'all for coverage and occupy y'all spaces in order to feel safe. It's really weird, and Claudia, I know you about to eat my ass up. (laughs) So, go ahead.
0: As a Black woman here that works with two gay men men in the community, I'm gonna say this. I'll be damned I'm gonna let anyone say that I get my femininity from a gay man. I am not getting my cues on how to be a woman from a man with a beard and lipstick and lashes. We know how to be feminine without y'all. We know how to deal with our baby daddies without y'all. We know how to do fashion without y'all. But we love y'all and y'all have great opinions and we like your feedback. I feel like it's a slap in the face because when these toxic black men be coming for y'all, who is the one that's always with y'all? Us. So here you get on stage when you finally have in your moment and you sit there and basically shit on us and say, you're our blueprint. No, my dog, my nigga, we your blueprint. You can say you remixed it, but you are not a better woman than a woman. You're not Santana. (laughs) And that goes for everybody else that's doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't need you. We want y'all. We love y'all. We provide a space for y'all that y'all can't get with them toxic black men out there. So it was a slap in the face to hear this. I have fantastic makeup artists and glam that are women. Actually, they didn't do me today, obviously, but my best glam has been from black women. And I'm making it a point in my production to make sure black women are getting hired and black gay men, but I feel like they're getting pushed out of a space that they started. And we gotta be careful about that, pitting the gay black men against black women because we're all we got y'all. We rock for y'all and you're supposed to rock for us. So it's slap, Saucy, you wrong for this. You having a badass week. You came for Blue Ivy a long time ago. We get it. We've all said dumb shit in the past, but say sorry. And then on the heels of that, like Al said, you have this. Get the F out of here with that. Because you walking around half in, half out with your look. I don't see any of my friends copying that. If I get a beard or a mustache, that's coming off immediately. So don't (laughs) tell me how to be a woman. You can't. But I also won't discount the value that gay men bring to glam because y'all are damn good at it. Because you had to be. You had to be to get in those spaces where black women were killing it. So eh, I don't think we should be shitting on each other. I don't think we should be having an us versus them. I think that's where the problem is. Like it felt like it was a, at Pride, I get you wanted to hype your crowd up, but I think he, like Al said, I think he just worded it wrong. Cause I get what he's trying to say, but it didn't hit right. It wasn't hitting, it wasn't giving. I'm going to take something from the gay community. It wasn't giving what's supposed to be gave.
1: <laughs>
0: My opinion. All right, y'all. I didn't get in your booty that bad, did I?
1: No, you, you, you're still true. I mean, the, the truth is the truth. It, it, it's just weird. I just hate it because it feels like it's a fight for space. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I feel like, um, is there not enough space for all of us to have space? Because, you know, and, you know, in recent years, there has been this flare up um, between the Black woman and the Black gay man. And I feel like in the 90s, it kind of wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in the 90s, it was just kumbaya between the two groups. But now it's just become... You know, women are feeling pushed out as gays gain empowerment. Mm-hmm. Gays are feeling away, you know, as women become more vocal about protect Black women. And uh, we just need to find our our, our medium as, as Black people peer. And I think if we can start there, mm-hmm. we'd be good.
0: I think it's about a respect thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know... How dare you when we have your back constantly? We have toxic Black men, gay, straight men's back, and the gay community's back, and then we all, we but, get shit on by but, both sides.
1: But, but, but I'm going to also, you know, I, I'm going to give you a little pushback on that, Claudia, because if you were to get a group of Black gays to sit down and have kitchen talk, um, y'all ain't as supportive as you give, all right? black I, women I beg can, to differ. Black women, when it comes to gay boys, can be just as bad, and if not worse, Sometimes it's heterosexuals. Y'all laugh in our face, and Kiki, when we doing your hair and makeup, and the minute you get mad with us, the first thing we call is every faggot and sissy in the book. I've never done that, that in my that life. You may not have, you know what I'm saying. But it's a very real thing. It is a very real thing with black women and gays. Yeah, we fun to go shopping with. We're fun to be your accessory. But the minute y'all get mad with us, the first thing you attack is our sexuality.
0: Okay, I think think
2: the point that you're making there is it's not mad with us, just us it's when they get mad at other straight black men. When they want to demoralize black men, the first thing that a black woman pulls out is that he's gay if he doesn't affectionate enough or want to have sex with her. So it it, it that does happen, Claudia. You got to admit well, I'm to that. I'm not saying
0: it doesn't happen, but I'm saying uh, if you want to go by the demographics of who has your back the most, it's going to be us. And I'm going to say What's this, unless on average yeah. it's a one-way street because I've been called the worst names, bitch, fish, all kinds of things. From folks that I've had their backs the most. And I think there's a disrespect. And I'll, I'll be to be fair, I think there's a disrespect that we got to work on. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely do because I think we should have each other's back the most. Because I think we can relate on a lot of levels of what's happening as far as the toxicity coming at both of us. Don't you think? Let,
2: let's finish. Maybe this we, we can commercial. finish this when we come back from. Yeah, let's
0: take, a, take a break. They going off in the comments, but it's all good. Great conversation, fellas. We'll be right back with more after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Before we went to break, we're having a really um, spirited conversation about Black women and and gay Black men. And uh, I think we spent a lot of time on it. So we would like to hear your thoughts. I'm sure we'll post this clip on the the YouTube channel. And please chime in, because I think this is an important discussion that we need to have. And um, And
1: Claudia, I just had a great idea that just hit me. And and, and let's see if we can make this come to fruition. I think that there's a space where there's a conversation with the Cocktails with Queens, T.S. Madison, who would represent the trans woman, mm-hmm. and me and Al, I think that that would be a very good, robust conversation on this subject matter.
0: I, I agree. I think we should make that happen. That could be a town hall. Essence, since you can book us and pay us the booking fee and have us all come down there and be on the main stage and have this conversation, there's a lot of opportunities out there. I don't know what they are sleeping on, what they waiting on. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Where is the
2: love? <laughs>
0: right all right y'all speaking of love uh last friday was announced that the wendy williams show was ending after 13 seasons according to the jasmine brand a source close to wendy claims she has no plans of returning to the screen and would need tremendous support if she did now the source also claims that she can't remember anything she needs a teleprompter and she needs something someone there to remind her of things she's sitting in her house she isn't taking meetings she isn't going out there is no plan Al, let's start with you. I know you're the one that talked about her having a podcast there. I've been hearing rumblings of that. Well, what are your thoughts on these claims? Do you believe well,
2: them? Well, we, we um, heard Neighbor Talk uh, posted it, right? A couple of, of the blogs have posted the rumors around the uh, podcast idea. Something Something's not right here. I mean, I think we keep saying this over and over uh, and we really at this point need to know what's going on. Why haven't her brother or Kevin talked about this memory loss issue or these mental illness issues? The, both of them have talked about the family issues. They've talked about the drug use. They've talked about the sobriety house. They've talked about the family drama. Um, But no one is talking about this memory loss. I think the first glimpse that we've got of this memory loss was from the bank. Now, you guys know I used to be a private banker, and the only way that you can get guardianship or conservatorship over a client's account is court ordered. And the best thing about this is the court judge did make a decision last month about last month about her account and they found that she is the victim of undue influence and financial exploitation. But what does that have to do with her, with her memory loss or her mental illness? I need answers and we're just not getting them from anybody.
0: I'd like to think, I, I, you can't tell me Wendy Williams has the worst memory loss and the worst mental capacity of all these people that have bank accounts with Wells Fargo that we don't hear this happening to. Q, what do you think about this?
1: So when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, some people they teach me nothing about dementia, okay? So I don't know how quickly it sets in. I don't know if Monday you find and then on Friday there's this deep decline. But y'all, we got somebody in-house who spends time with Wendy Williams. I'm not listening to no other blog other than Jason Lee. Jason Lee was just with Wendy Williams a couple of weeks ago. What was it, Fashion Week or whatever was going Ooh. on in New York? Don't quote me. So I I wish we had time for me to get Jason on the line right now, put him on (laughs) speakerphone. But we need to call Jason Lee because he spends time with her, and he now, rather, he would tell us the truth or not, because that's his friend. I don't know. But if it ain't coming from Jason at this point, I'm I'm not buying it.
2: Well, listen, Q, you got you got to buy a little bit of this because the courts have appointed her a guardian. They've appointed her a guardian. So they have basically taken over her accounts and the courts have appointed a guardian to, to watch over her finances along with her because she doesn't have the capacity to do it herself.
1: Well, I will say this. If, if that's the case, then something is wrong. And, and, and I only say that because I, I, many of you guys and I shared the story about my brother being schizophrenic. And I had to get his rights taken away and become his legal guardian. And in order to do that, he had to get three separate evaluations from three independent psychologists. So I would imagine that that a psychologist or psychiatrist. So I would imagine that, that that process would be similar, that you would have to have multiple diagnoses from multiple professionals before that would happen. So Maybe something is going on.
0: It feels like, it does feel like she's a little targeted. I, my mother, uh, real quick, she takes, takes care of this elderly, wom- elderly woman who was a victim of elderly abuse. She has dementia, but they never, you know, she had hundreds of thousands of dollars in her account that was siphoned off by a bank employee, you know? And no one ever stepped in. If it wasn't my mom, she would have lost everything. So I, I I just I just don't see Wendy on that same level as, you know, like this, this woman. And they didn't take hers away is what I'm just saying. But yeah, Jason didn't allude to her having any issues like that. I think she does have issues but I don't know if they're like that to be taking all her financials. Her, she said she had no money. And she was just on television within this past year, right? It hasn't been that long, right? She was on television in the past year.
2: I so think she I, meant she didn't have access to She us. didn't have access. She, she, didn't
1: have access. she didn't have access had access because her. They, I told you the bank had closed had Disallowed it. She, oh, yeah. I know, you know. What I'm saying.
0: She has no access, which yes, is like.
1: Someone had asked her, How was she? I think Fat Joe had asked her, How was she, you know, paying bills or getting a pizza or whatever? And she was just saying, you know, her people, you know what I'm saying? She called, I guess she called up her homegirl and the homegirl, you know, cash out for $20 to get a pizza or whatever the case may be.
0: How sad that within the past year, she was on the hottest nationally syndicated talk show, the hottest show out there. And within a year, she's in this position. I just I I worry for her mental state, like how what that effect has to be, like what the effects of that has to be in her depression and just feeling like just so targeted.
2: Yep. Is Karma a girl or a boy? Karma or Karma? Yeah, is Karma a, a dude or or a chick? It's, is non-binary. It, is it a it's non-binary. It's nice
1: non-binary. neutral <laughs> non-binary pansexual, uh, pansexual <laughs> transracial. <laughs> them it has no pronouns well
0: hopefully karma can get this next person uh former president Donald Trump delivered remarks at the American Freedom Tour in South Haven Mississippi on Saturday and of course he didn't hesitate to take jabs at President Biden take a look
2: Joe Biden is the worst president in the history of our country he is now He is now turning out to be a combination of Jimmy Carter and Herbert Hoover.
0: Al, what do you think about his uh, comments?
2: I think he's ridiculous because also in that in that uh, conversation he referenced the stock market as being the reason. Now, Donald Trump, do you not remember in 2020 the meltdown that we had with the stock market? Under your presidency, we had the largest one-day decline in the history of the entire stock market. Not to mention, in one month alone, in the month of March, we had 800 different stocks were halted in trading because of your administration. And do we need to talk? about Mr. Trump all of the division and racism that you you allowed and and supported in this country where black mothers would were afraid to let their black boys go out of the house to the store or to go to basketball or football practice and let's not mention the insurrection and let's not mention COVID and let's not mention all of us being unemployed in the year of 2020 Mr. Trump are you really going to sit up here on our good internet and tell us that this this is the worst president ever. Man, you need to go look in the freaking mirror because at least today, I'm not afraid to go out my front door in, in, in belief that I might not return. Uh, other mothers aren't afraid that their kids aren't going to return. And also, I'm excited in this administration that at least I feel like social injustice will get some type of correction, whereas with you, it was supported and applauded. No, brother, wrong, wrong, wrong verbiage here. He was not the worst president. You were.
0: Let's add on, the nation was on fire constantly throughout his presidency. And he was laughing and doing such petty things, just adding fuel to the fire of racism. I remember when the number one draft pick went for football, uh, it was a black man. And number two was a white college student. You know what Trump did? He congratulated the white kid and never said anything, anything to the black kid. He was sending, do- sending out so many dog whistles to his base to make it okay. And now we're at a place where it is 1000% okay. You should see the stuff that they're doing in Texas. They just declared homosexuality as an abnormal way of living. Like he said, all this stuff in place. And y'all want to come for Joe Biden? Listen, Joe Biden ain't perfect. There's a lot of things we can say about him. But all these shortages started under Trump. He put all these crazy tariffs on China. And then we had the steel shortage and wood where lumber went up three times. That started, but it quietly started with him. There's a lot of things we can say about Trump. Uh, Q, go ahead. What you got to say about this?
1: I'll give you my thoughts after the commercial break.
0: Okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to roast Trump's ass. after. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Now, before we went to break, Al and I expressed our opinions on Donald Trump and how he had the audacity to say that it's it's Biden, not him, who's the worst president ever. Um, Q, what say you?
1: You know, you guys touched on all the points about social injustice and this man slicing this country in more pe- slices than a pizza. Now, when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics They did teach me about global economies and how the things work. And I hate it when people, regardless of Democrat or Republican, like to blame things on the president. Gas price. Well, you voted for Biden. It's his fault. Y'all people do recognize the fact that we have been in a two-year global pandemic, okay? Now there is a war going on. Things are going to fluctuate with gas and the stock market that have absolutely nothing to do with the president there is nothing in joe biden's power that he can do about the stock market and or the gas at the present moment so please stop it with the fear mongering that the lack of education the spreading of propaganda and that goes both ways the president is not god y'all he, he can't you know magically make everything go away joe biden cannot make gas two dollars tomorrow he doesn't have the wherewithal to do so. There's a such thing as a global economy. Uh,
0: In 2014, the gas price per barrel was higher than it is now. And the prices were lower uh, because the gas companies weren't taking advantage of like they are now. Like they're taking advantage of, they're trying to make up their money from the pandemic that they lost. And they're taking advantage of this war situation. So uh, yeah, Biden has nothing to do with it. So, all right, y'all, moving on. Last week, Diddy released his new single, Gotta Move On, that features Bryson Tiller. The single has fans thinking that Diddy was finally addressing his split from Cassie. One of the lyrics reads, you found a new man, so I gotta move on. Well, Cassie's husband, Alex Fine, seemingly reacted to Diddy's song with the post celebrating the LGBTQ plus community. Alex posted, Alex posted, happy pride to all my LGBTQ plus friends. Attached is a charity that helps people who are in the closet and gotta move on. Along with other resources, do y'all think Alex was throwing shade at Diddy, or is it just a coincidence? Al, what you think?
2: <laughs> he definitely, he definitely was throwing shade, and he threw he threw some pretty good shade. It reminded me of just like Will. oops, Lord, did I make a Will Smith analogy? Sorry. When Will Smith was like slap Chris Rock and keep my wife's name out of your mouth. That's kind of the feel I got with this. But for me, I think it's the pillow talk between Cassie and Alex. You know, Cassie spent 11 years with Diddy from 2007 to 2018. She may have a very strong understanding of Diddy and she probably shared it with Alex, right? But regardless whether Diddy is bisexual, I don't think it is Alex's job to out him or to even do something like this, unless he's had a personal experience
1: with that man.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Q?
1: A1 shade. A1, you know, it's witty, it's clever, it's intellectual, but going back to the earlier conversation that we had about the gays and the blacks, the minute you get mad, the first thing they want to do is weaponize your sexuality. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's like I like it, but then there's something about it that just like, uh, that's not cool because mm-hmm. you you're, you know, there's a deeper implication there. There's, there's there's that undercurrent again that you know, there's something wrong with being gay or something wrong with being bi or something, uh, eh, you know, so
0: do you feel that um Alex felt a way about? It's been how many years he she's married with two babies and, and Diddy's releasing a song that people are believing it's about Cassie? I most
1: definitely. Any particular way. if you're
2: gonna be but if you're gonna be a man, be a man. Bring it all the way out. Don't be throwing these innuendos and these smoke screens and these ooh ooh balloons, the LGBT colors and referencing a song. If you're gonna be a man and you're gonna say what you're gonna say because you mad because he said what he wanted to say,
1: then bring it all the way out. Don't, don't, don't quaff it. Don't, don't hide it. What I would have never did as her new husband, I would have never given Diddy the satisfaction of knowing anything he said triggered me. I, I, I would have never given him that. I would, you know, I would have posted, I would have posted a picture of me and my wife and our babies at Red Lobster <laughs> eating and being happy. That's what I would have <laughs> did. Because now when Diddy gets bored, he just knows to jab at y'all and it, it triggers you.
0: And at the end of the day, when it comes to getting the girl, I mean, Alex did win. He won. Mm -hmm. He got the girl that Diddy is still talking about years later in songs. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we have more TGIF after this. Stick around. Welcome back to TGIF, soulmates. Y'all representing in the chat. I heard we crept up to thirty nine hundred tonight. Alan and Funky, what you think about that?
1: I'm listen. We growing. The people love what's going on with TGIF. Uh-huh. They, they, they listen. The, 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 uh, the, the, the real is gone. Wendy gone. We all the people got left. That's all they got. I'm saying, get us in the studio.
0: That okay. part. Okay, all right, Uh, y'all, FINA, the International Swimming Federation, voted to approve a new policy restricting most transgender athletes from participating in elite women's swimming competitions. Now, 71.5 percent of FINA's member federations voted to approve the new gender inclusion policy. Male to female transgender athletes will only be eligible to compete in women's categories in FINA competitions if they transition before the age of 12 or before reaching stage two on the puberty tanner scale. Uh, FINA's FINA's president, Hussein al-Musalam, said, we have to protect the rights of our athletes to compete. But we also have to protect competitive fairness at our events, especially in the women's category at FINA competitions. The new policy started on June 20th. Al, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on the news?
2: Um, listen, we've been saying this, that it, it it's not unfair. So I'm glad that they did step up and 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 ban them. I mean, it's just not fair. It's it's 110% not fair. What did concern me, though, was that addendum which was like 12 years old. If you start your transition before the age of 12, you can still participate. And so I just started to dig a little bit deeper and Claudia and Q, did you guys know that there are actually clinics out here That uh, service young kids under the age of 14 and they do what's called puberty blockers and uh, cross sex hormones and chemical reproduction blockers for these young kids that feel like that they're stuck in the wrong body. I just felt I found that to be super fascinating and it also concerned me It, 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 it just really like opened my eyes up to this movement and what this movement actually means.
0: Yeah, I was like, wow, 12, like, who's like, I thought that it was banned, like, wasn't allowed at that young of age. Yeah. Hugh, hey, what do you think about this?
1: So to Al's point, yes, I did know that those clinics existed. Um, you know, we've always said with the, with the sports situation that we had to find a way, you know, this trans stuff is new. We had to find a way to kind of make it work, find the balance in it all. You know, we, we fixed one problem and created another, right? Because I definitely think, I guess the science behind it all is that if you transition before 12, putting it in layman's terms here, that you don't develop the body and the man and the strength of a man, you will develop like that of a woman. So if that's the great equalizer, then I'm for it. But then, you know, there's a whole set of other people now who are going to be on this but giving kids this at 12 is just way too young. It's a decision that they don't need to make, so on and so forth. And I'm just, here, I'm just here to say this to those people. I knew I was gay in the third grade, all right? And there are people out there who may feel like I was too young to, to, to know, or what I knew I was gay in the third grade. So if it is possible that I knew I was gay in the third grade, It is very much possible that another child knows that they are trans in the second and the third grade. And if their parents are on board with them starting their transition before 12, then let it be.
2: So Q, this is my question though. This is where I became really super concerned because in that uh, exact same article, there was a 12 year old girl who said that she 100% felt like that she was, you know, in the wrong body. And so what she did was she transitioned, started to transition at the age of 12. She had a double vasectomy at 15. And at 16, she was just like, oh, my God, all these changes that my body's going through, my defined jawline, my beard, the hair and all these places. I don't want this. I hate this. I wish I had never done it. What happens with those people? And she shares that where her mind was mentally as a preteen is not where her mind
1: is now as a teen. What do you do with those? So in every situation, there is an outlier. Um, what do you do with it? You reap the consequences of the decision you've made. I mean, that, that, that's all the hell you can do with it. You know what I'm saying? We can't take that one story and use that as the poster as to why this shouldn't happen. I mean, there's going to be outliers in every situation.
0: I think with regular, like with any kind of other surgery you have to wait to a certain age, to, you know, to, to do it. I think that might be, maybe that should be the same with trans because mm. you do change your mind you i'm not the same person i was when i was 12 or 13 but i also do feel my heart does go out to these the, the people that are trans that don't feel like there's a place for them and i do think we do need to create a league at the very least so they can feel the inclusion and not feel like you know what about me i think they should all right y'all great show i want to thank my co-host al reynolds funky Dineva. thanks for watching and stay tuned for lisa ever's crime and hip-hop we'll see y'all on friday bye soulmates. Uh, have bye,
2: a good soulmates. night soulmates